Keep the game going while you talk about okay. Sage. So, um, Sage stands for Saving Adolescent Girls Everywhere, mm. and um, it is a nonprofit organization serving girls ages fourteen and eighteen in the Southeast Raleigh area. Um, originally, I started it in Baltimore, and we did that, and then post pandemic, we started here, and um, we currently are mentoring about twenty five girls total in our group. Um, that's what we're taking. So we have about twenty, and mm. we're going to take up to twenty five. Mm-hmm. And our mission focuses on mental health, social awareness, and career professional development. Um, and we also do educational involvement. So we stay on top of their, you know, their books and classes and grades and things like that. Excellent. Um, all while building a sisterhood. Um, they are learning just how to have a voice for themselves mm. in terms of like all the different things we do. We have a lot of volunteers come in and stuff like that. It's an overall good experience for the girls and for us as well. Learning a lot from them as much as they learn from us. Excellent. Is there is this targeted for a specific age group or? 14 to 18. High school. High school, 14 to 18. Mm-hmm. A, a very delicate time in a young woman's life, too. Mm-hmm. So that is that is really dope. That's really dope. So again, good people, welcome to the Breaking Bread Podcast. I'm Lee. I'm Derek. And listen, man, today we got the Sage Group here. Tatiana, the owner, founder of this wonderful nonprofit, the Sage Group, Saving Adolescent Girls Everywhere, 14 to 18. Is it in, is it only in specific places? If someone was interested in learning more about the Sage Group to get their daughter or their niece or their loved one involved, how could they find you, A, in the social media space, and B, in the programmatic space to say, well, is it a website? Is it a form? How does one yeah. get into the group? Um, we're on social media. All of our handles are at sage.inc, so at Sage Inc. And we also have a website. It's www.sagegirls.net so they can find us there excellent excellent so if you have someone that's interested in being in this program right um how does that process look is it an application is it a phone call where do you start so it's getting a little more we're gonna go ahead and get a little more strict with the policy just because we were just starting in the raleigh area so we're Mm -hmm. about six months in um initially just to get some girls i got some support from the schools allowing me to set up at lunch um, nice. Yeah, so I was at Southeast Magna High School in Enloe mm-hmm. and um, was able to set up during lunch and just get the girls during the lunchtime. We would be recruiting during that time. So That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So with this program, we understand that it is a sisterhood helping ladies find voices and especially in this age of social media because I've, I've lived kind of on both sides, right? Pre-internet, post-internet, and this side is definitely different. What are some skills? What are some things that, you know, once the ladies have moved through the program that these young women are picking up, right? Like what tangible benefits? Definitely leadership, um, accountability, Mm. um, discipline. um, And like Tatiana was saying, is we have this entrepreneurship program. So they're actually building their own businesses. They'll be able to know how to run their own businesses. As well as, like I said, in terms of being a sisterhood, they understand that being in a specific group, even though you may not like the specific person that you're with, in terms of your group, you're going to stand together and you need that inside of the corporate world or inside life in general. There are going to be people all the time that you have to deal with or you have to be around. And even though you may not like them, you have to learn to grow together in terms of completing the, the solution or finding the, you know. 
like a common ground. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So. That's beautiful. That makes a that makes a lot of yeah. sense. Common ground maybe just y'all need to work together to get this done. Yeah. yeah. I mean it's we not, we've we've had some drama, you know, yeah. and just the teenagers. Um I think as far as um seeing it with two different groups and two different different demographics, um just with being with them, seeing how fast they get past the drama has been like a great I'm like, ooh, that could have escalated, yeah. but it we died down and it mm-hmm. we snipped it fast. So um they go at it and then they're good again, like sisters would, I would yeah. say. And it's just like in a in a time frame, it's been about like what, six to seven months? Six, yeah. Seven months. It's been a huge, huge growth and from January, February to now, where like things that we see now, we may think, Oh, we have to stop that, but they stop it themselves. Mm-hmm. Because they understand that okay, we're sisters at the end of the day, and we respect the people that's doing this for us. We respect all the opportunities. A lot of opportunities they're getting at an age that people don't get, and they respect those opportunities. So just seeing them in that circle, like go from like they could this could have exploded to like okay, guys, we got to settle down. Let's go ahead and figure this out. And it, it's really amazing to see. It's, really it's definitely see. the respect part. Yeah. No, that's dope though because I. <clears throat> I'm from Wilson, North Carolina. We had a program called Project Unity. Was that was that was for boys at first? Um, it started in middle school by Daryl Wood. He actually Wilson Prep is he's the founder and principal. I don't know if he's the principal of the school, but he's the founder of the school. Um, then he also had Project Girls, and so many people that were in that program. We are doing well in life because of that. Like yeah. some of us didn't even make on the road till we got into that program. <clears throat> you know, and just being real, you know, and like some of us, we, we do a lot of different things now. I mean. They open our eyes to a lot of things we didn't get exposure to, uh, from visiting HBCUs to. It's funny. I went. We went to Cisco Systems when I was in middle school. Wow. They had. Mm. They brought kids in. I remember seeing a brother in there saying, "I get paid to break things." Fast forward. Now I'm in tech. You know, wow. like you know, yeah. you didn't even see that. It's just. Wow. It's so that many impact. Exactly. Wow. And didn't even realize how much it impacted me at that time. But I just thought it was dope seeing that whole campus of Cisco and what they were doing. So it's, I love to see programs like this to give kids exposure to things they may not been able to see because you can't. It's hard to dream up stuff when you ain't seen some stuff, right? That's you know? So when you see the possibilities out there, then your mind can wonder to what you can do. So. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing that the, that we're working on through our entrepreneurship program is they're actually figuring out exactly their own vision and they're actually seeing it come to light. They're like, okay, what I dream of or what is important to me actually matters. I can see this out in the real world. So that's very big as well. And that's awesome because one of the things that I always maintain when it comes to dealing with the youth is, you know, the role of having these places to practice. Right. Because when you go out into corporate America, you don't have a lot of leverage and you don't have a lot of opportunity to practice and make mistakes. You need safe spaces to practice. Your home is your first place to practice. And what I mean mm-hmm. by practice, I'm not talking about, you know, hooping or whatever the case may be. I'm talking about to practice your conflict resolution skills, to practice your listening skills, to practice your communication skills, to go out here and really hone and refine the things that are going to be necessary when you walk outside. And it sounds like the Sage Group is doing an excellent job of allowing these young women who are in a space where it's a lot going on. You got social media happening. You got world news and events happening. You have these young women trying to find themselves. You have people who have that constant thought of, oh my goodness, I'm going to be a junior next year. I have to have my entire life planned out. Then you surround them with safe adults like yourself and like yourself that can go out here and say, hey, I was a part of the program. I own the program, you know, and let's get some practice, right? There's probably some ladies in that stage group right now with an idea that 10 years from now, 
either a spinoff or a revamp of that idea Absolutely. could turn into a multi-million dollar business. And I'm going to use this opportunity to tell you about one of our previous guests that had a similar experience. So Angie Wise Beauty, shout out to Angie Wise. Shout out to Angie. She owns a beauty and health skin care line. It's national, right? All on Amazon, you can get it. I use Smitty's Beer Products to this day, mm-hmm. right? She told us as one of the first episode, one of the first guests on our podcast that she began to formulate some of her items to solve the problem of her daughter's eczema. That's Mm. the why. But then she put it away. And I can't remember the time span, but it was a long time. It was years and years and years. She found that recipe again, because it worked. Nothing else worked. Steroids didn't work on her child. Mm. All these things didn't work. But her cream did after she did the research. Mm -hmm. She got through that problem, put the recipe away, right? Came back years and years and years and years and years later. Now it's a full-time industry. So when you're talking to these ladies mm-hmm. in the Sage group, so you can say, listen, you may think for those who may say, oh, well, this is just a trivial exercise. I'm just doing this just to be doing it. Send them to at Be Bread Podcast. Have them watch the Angie Watts Beauty episode and say this lady, because she was working as a project manager. And in the episode, she said that sunset, she had to do something. She found that recipe. And now that's her full time job. Wow. You see what I'm getting at? Yeah. So, yes, this activity is meaningful and it is worthwhile. This is something that is interesting. But the, the overarching theme is the practice. It's the safe space. Right. Because in my opinion, people say practice makes perfect. Right. I don't really believe that because technically perfect practice makes perfect. And you don't want to put that pressure on yourself to practice perfectly. Mm -hmm. Practice makes progress. Yeah. That's what practice does. If you can find a way to make some progress every single day, if you can find a way to say, hey, I need, but you need some tools. And that's what the Sage group is offering. You need adults to give you guidance. Mm -hmm. You need people around that have have done, excuse me, what you're trying to do or can help show this is the research. And, And then you also need people that can go out here and speak the language of those that are in that vein. Someone they can say, she's a little bit closer to me. So let Mm -hmm. me take it from all these angles. But the fact that this exists, I think is monumental is absolutely something that we need. And I am pleased. We are pleased and honored that you guys came out here to kick it with us. Even though Tatiana lost in this Uno game. Uno game. Tom, actually, Uno out. Uno out. It wasn't your turn. It was my turn. It was my turn. You put your cars down. You put yeah. those cars down. She Uno out. Won. Y'all can run that back. Boo, we don't like won. it. <laughs> Boo, we don't like it. We'll run it back at a cookout. <laughs> right, right, right. We got to get the space tournament going, the tunk tournament. You know, oh, okay. good we need to do that. We just, mm-hmm. just some camaraderie, right? Right. Get so, your Uber again. Come on out. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We had the chicken and waffles waiting for you. Speaking of Uber, look. We're going to get into our first segment. We're going to get into our first segment. And that segment is I Cannot Be Convinced. So basically what we're going to do is everyone's going to go around and we're going to have a conversation about an opinion you have. It can be something light. It can be something real. It can be something heavy, whatever case it be. But I'm going to start. Let me tell y'all something. I cannot be convinced that Uber is not clutch. Think about it. For those, old of, for those of us out there in the world old enough to remember taxis, what would you rather do? Be in a Crown Vic that this dude's been driving around in all day long or you want to be in this Model 3 Tesla that you get to pick. Hey, let's find out. Let's put you in the Tesla. You see what I'm getting at? When can you pick the Tesla? We so it's like Tesla's a... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She said, I ain't getting that feature. What you I don't know what you Uber know you got. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, listen, because I be Ubering a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So like, but but you know how like they have the standard, the comfort, the premiere and all that mm. type of stuff. You can get something a little nicer. You see what yeah, I'm saying? Like, oh. or you can, or you can just be, you know, in the, in the yellow cab or the cardinal cab or whatever the case may be. Right. 
Shout out to Uber. Shout out to ride shares, period. A, people are being employed. You're, you're employing people, people getting jobs. B, you're riding something nicer than you normally would if you was in a cardinal cab. You know what I'm saying? That's true. Yeah. yeah, yeah I mean, perspective. it's well, wild clutch. Well, you really thought it's about wild that clutch. one. Well, no, I, actually, I think that was bars off the top of the head, boys. Well, so one day, <laughs> Uh-oh. I, my, uh, by accidently, mistakenly, that's the better word, put the same address I was at to go to and it was $8 so Uber had that. a lot of explaining oh, to do I've done the same <laughs> thing I've done the same any thing logical before. sense at all <laughs> well you gotta think about it because Uber has to pay for the time for the driver to get to where they were to where you are that's the biggest business scheme I've ever heard of you know I how much the, jo- the drivers business. are making $2 that, that's, yeah. That, yeah. and that's the actual Uber is not doing I'm saying I'm ter- in Uber's terms it's a great business but in terms of like like people that like they make money doing nothing. The they don't mm-hmm. have to do anything. They don't supply the car. They don't supply the people. They don't mm-hmm. supply the location. That's right. All they're doing is making money. They're making money. You are missing a giant part yeah, of the that equation. Is that is why. What are you missing? You're missing a giant part of this. What are you missing? Everything you just said was right, but you're missing one thing. Uber provides the information technology. Uber is a technology company. Okay, IT. We understand. <laughs> and this is why I like He's explaining right, this to yeah. people because people don't think about it, right? No, that's good. The infrastructure mm-hmm. that it takes. Mm-hmm. First of all, you go out here, you buy one Lenovo cluster, you're talking about hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. That has to be like, allocated somewhere. Then you got to go out here and pay a developer. Then you got to go out here, pay for your licensing. You got to do. You got to pay lawyers. You got to pay all that stuff. Is why data center building your data center building. All that stuff has to happen because of none. Because if you don't have a data center, you don't have Uber. You don't have the internet connection because Uber itself has to connect storage to itself. You have to have storage. Then there's laws around how long they have to keep and preserve your Mm -hmm. data. You have to hire people that'll take your name and address and everywhere you've ever been and keep it safe because you have to retain it legally for a certain amount of. Oh, so the know. reason like why the security part. Yeah, the security yeah. Part. It's and, this is, and this is about millions of dollars just before you even open it <laughs> before you even put the wrong address in and pay them eight dollars for <laughs> nothing remember they don't own the car you're right yeah. they don't own the location you're right but they own the IT infrastructure yeah. that allows Uber to exist I never even thought is it they that. or is it you because the way you're talking about it I'm thinking if it was oh us, it's definitely they if it was, <laughs> they, if it was <laughs> us if it was us I'd be in a Lambo right <laughs> now <laughs> you know what I'm talking about we be on that yacht right now we be on that yacht too all I need is my eight dollars back if this show come to me so baby what I'm telling you is baby that eight dollars cool you ain't getting that eight dollars back you ain't gonna never get that eight dollars back nobody told you to get a ride to yourself you know what I'm talking you know what I'm saying? But that's the thing. And that's why. That's why she needed to ride. But listen, though. This one made it 10 times worse. So it's in a neighborhood. Mm-hmm. They made a whole circle to the same spot. Like, Here's your location. Come on. Like, that's mm-hmm. hilarious. Why, you, you why know, did you get in the car? So, <laughs> I didn't know. No, I didn't know. It, that, that's truly happened to me. I, I'm with you, sis. Because that's, that's what happened to me before, too. I'm just thinking about the image of you getting in the car. And then do without, changing, without changing but the address. He knew what he was doing. He knew. He's a scammer. <laughs> he know what he was doing. He know what he was doing. And I'm looking like, and I'm looking. Like, oh my gosh! And then, and then, to top it off, I'm like, okay, let me change location. Oh, I got another ride. Oh, now I gotta wait for another driver. That's mm-hmm. another, some more money. Oh, yeah, you had to get back out. The car. Yeah, because they had to sit, deploy a different driver, right? Yeah. yeah. So, and that's the thing about technology. I like to share, and and you know that it. And people don't think about it because it's invisible, yeah. right? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, they just think got data centers out here like targets. Yeah. And this, and if you do yeah. see a data center, it's literally a giant, nondescript, gray, white, blue, nowhere. black building. You can't trust me. You can't get nowhere close to that thing. Yeah. You mean you? So it's because it's invisible. You know, when I talk to people and when we talk to people mm-hmm. and stuff like that, we're like, no, nah, there's a whole factor that has to be considered before you even touch the app. I always explain Snapchat. That's the easiest way to explain it when people talk about it. It's like, okay, somebody, you sent someone a, p- a picture, so it goes to the server, then the server, in, in the server in storage, then alerts the other person, hey, you have a message, but don't send it until you actually press it. When you press it, it's immediately go from that server to your phone, and now you see the image or the message in the situation. I don't like this technology. That's how, that's how, that's how it works. <laughs> so you want to go back to phone books? You know what a phone like book is? I don't like this technology is. stuff. That you know what a phone book, book that is? That white pages? Yeah. So it's true that everything you put out is, oh, is never going to... No oh, no, no, oh, no doubt. Oh, no. Oh, listen to me mm-hmm. when I tell you. Yes. And this is good for you to tell your ladies in the stage. What first. company are y'all at again? So we both work at software companies. Mm. So what I want y'all to understand... Nothing is ever truly deleted Mm-mm. from the internet. It is. Mm, y'all heard that? I'm listen. Yeah. I'm, at, and at we Sage are Sage Girls. <laughs> <laughs> Say it one more time. What's that? How can I find you? At Sage Girls, uh, nothing is ever deleted. Let's just keep it real professional. Now here's the first logic. The first. Well, I hit delete and it's gone. No, it's no. not because that infrastructure that we just described. There's this concept of data retention and snapshots. Now we're getting a little technical. But long story short, when you do something and it hits that server, right, there are systems administrators whose entire job is to protect and have that data handy. So in case you need it. Cold but storage. It, yeah, cold and storage. They see cold it. data, excuse me. They can't quite. As, here's the thing. It doesn't That's look the way. Question. It doesn't look the way you see it. Mm-hmm. Is it coded? Correct. So, like, Smart. if you take a picture of a cat, <laughs> yeah, if you take a picture of a cat, Girl, right, and it gets uploaded. <laughs> now, are there tools that they could use to see it if they had to? Probably. Notice I said probably plausible deniability. Um, but it, and, and to be honest, they don't care. <laughs> like, like yeah. yeah. they don't because care. they're dealing with how can I, how can I, how can I scale it correctly? Your picture is one cotton ball. A systems administrator is dealing with a barn full of cotton balls mm-hmm. every minute. Got it. So they could care less about your little picture. You know what I mean? Mm. Even if the, and, it, and it doesn't come across like that anyway. They could they they, they don't yeah. really see it because but when I'm but what that means here. So you think okay, well I'm safe with my sis and man can't really see it. So why do I care? Because if there becomes a day where that picture needs to be retrieved, recalled, and you deleted it from your little local whatever situation, it can be pulled from backup. Years and years Boom. and years. And that's and how we got a freak Nick documentary. <laughs> I was like, well, who's pulling it? <laughs> that's how we have a documentary. How we... <laughs> Splash. Did are you guys in the documentary? We you guys are in the documentary? No. I no, I was I was too young to be in the documentary. I was too young to be in that documentary. I yeah. was not in there. I was not there. No, I wasn't there. Somebody gonna see somebody though. And I ain't tripping because you know what? All you gotta say is I was a different person back then. I said Aww. I know somebody who was in the MTV uh true you remember MTV True Story? Yeah. Of yeah, real life so. that was in the Freaknik episode of that. Yeah. They're a group of people in that episode. I mean, wow. listen, how many times y'all done been to Bike Week? How many times y'all done been out here in Miami doing all this? Man, listen, bro. That thing, Freaknik happened, what, 25, 30 years ago? Yeah. Something like that? Man, people are different people now, yeah. right? Ain't yeah. no judgment on what they did. Like, no. yeah, so they went out there and had a good time. That's what I'm saying. But, but, but the point that you're making and the message to the ladies is watch what you do <laughs> and watch what you put online because it is never fully deleted. It right. can be retrieved if... If if it needs to be retrieved by the and that's a decision that you wouldn't even make. Like you could be like, oh, well, I want to retrieve this picture. They'd be like, no, we can't do that. 
Mm-hmm. That's exactly what they're going to tell you. But let me tell you something. That subpoena come across that desk. They're going to get it. They're going to get it. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you now. So be careful on the front end of what you put out there. And don't watch Freak Nick. <laughs> that's the message too. That's all, that's Did that come out? Message. I don't know if it even came. Yeah, I don't even know if it came out yet. <laughs> I, I wasn't really. Yeah, I, I think they trying to. Some people trying to sue for it. To be, yeah. Oh yeah, true. Because it was like all home video footage or whatever. That's a good. Bro. Yeah, maybe that's the legal. That's the crazy thing though. Think about it like this. This is back then, and they still getting stuff pulled out because it's just camcorders. Yeah. Mm. And the thing like, is, it's gonna people, be easy to do it now. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying the craziness of. You have to find the people who had it though. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's the thing. Like you, you just don't have to go on the internet and be like, "Oh, here it go and pull it." You got to figure out who was there. Mm-hmm. Who yeah. I need to reach out to where they stay at now. Do you understand how, how many bars and pawn shops they had to go through to get these tapes? <laughs> wow, <laughs> that's why I imagine like how they learn something that? new every day. You know what I'm talking about? It ain't like oh, just shoot me, shoot to me on a text, baby. Won't no text. We out here with a video camcorder this big. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, speaking of events, so what events does the Sage Group do with the young women? What events we yeah. do? Um, so we have events coming up, like we have fundraisers, and then we meet every Thursday for programs. Um, but one event we do have coming up is their self-made pitch off. So they will be What's launching. What's the date? What'd you say? Get that date. August thirty first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um they'll be launching their businesses. So fourteen of them will be um coming out with the business, and we're just calling all business owners. Um, people in media, different investors to come and just support the girls. So it will be um, a $50 ticket that includes food, and they will get an allotment of fake money where they can go ahead and just listen to what the girls See, have to time. offer. Oh, and then, so it's kind of like a short thing kind of vibe. Kind of like, a, yeah. You like, said you get fake money to how much fake so money So the investors get, get um, my team knows that amount. So we will pick an amount then. I think it might be like a 1000 fake bucks or can something Can you give me like double cents? I know you know. Nah, okay. <laughs> don't work like that. You gotta pay double the funds. So you will have options though to buy more if you want to just keep distributing. But you want to play me in Uno for it? <laughs> I already won. So technically, y'all learned that. I mean, listen, listen. <laughs> uh-huh. 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 ma'am, that was in the past. You owe on top of ma'am, ma'am, that was in the past. That was a good one. Well, that we, was we thirty can, years uh, ago. We can, <laughs> but listen, though, you got it on video. We get replay that back. It's a cold story. It's a cold. It's a cold story. Talking about you on my team, right? She with us, then. She with us. The Breaking Bread Podcast, X the Sage Group. We out here. Continue, please. Yeah, no. So it's August thirty first, um, and it will be from six to eight p.m. at Raleigh Founded, and uh, you can come invest in the girls. And we, awesome. we're also taking um, donations for product development too. So it's on our website, and it's also um, on our um, Instagram, like the mm-hmm. links in the bio at Sage Inc. Where we'll be taking funds um, just to help with them investing in their products to create it for their event. Understood. So. And to clarify, so these young ladies in the Sage Group. Are developing entrepreneurial ideas, true businesses, real mm-hmm. businesses. This is what this is the product or this is the service that I want to sell. And this event is catered to where people in the community could come out and they can get the opportunity to speak to a potential investor. Of course, the money isn't real, but you know, at the end of the day, the, the ladies yeah. want to win. So you're pitching your product, your business, your service. Mm-hmm. You know, here's my financials, here's my margins, here's my product, this is what I'm doing. Exactly. And get the opportunity to practice they're pitching yeah they're that's pitching amazing. And, that's amazing and you know some of them are product based and some are service based and you know this will allow them to get um potential clients or you know if, if they are doing anything like online subscribers mm-hmm. or you know what i'm saying things like that so it doesn't have to essentially just be i'm selling an item but we yep. do have different um different brands you know we have apparel out there lashes we have um 
self defense keychains. We got a bunch of different cool items. Self defense yeah. keychains. That's that's clutch. Yeah, and we got some hygiene packages coming out. Babysitting services. So you yeah. know, we all might need that. I need yeah. babysitting services. <laughs> that's a so. that's a fantastic idea. And this is and these ideas are born from these the young, girls, th- these young ladies in the yeah. same group. Fourteen to eighteen. Yeah, and yeah. I also understand you guys do some traveling too, right? Like you go to different. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, you know, get together and, and do some different activities to get the ladies to see the world. Yeah. I think that's really, really, really amazing. I think that's really amazing. So we are here again with the Sage Group. Now tell the good people how they can find you. I need the website and I need all the Fast. social media handles. I need Fast. all Fast. of them. So at sage.inc. So at Sage Inc. And then the website again is www.sagegirls.net. Absolutely. And what does Sage stand for one more time? Saving adolescent girls everywhere. Mm, I love it. And I love the everywhere part, too. Not just here, not just the all of them. Yeah. All of them. It really brings that message of unity and togetherness, right? Like, you know, we're all in this thing together. This isn't just for this set or that set. This is for everybody. So with that, we're going to get to our second segment, which is called Two Shots and One. So basically, we're just going to ask you guys three questions surrounding the group. Their faces like two shots in. Well, we didn't even finish the first game. <laughs> well, well, we didn't. We didn't. We, we got sidetracked. We didn't. We, we, we didn't got sidetracked. Oh, we, 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 we can't go back. That, no, we you're good. We can, we can try. I don't. I don't. don't? I don't. All right, cool. Just talking. Just talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, that's awesome. So one of the first questions on Two Shots In, we're here with the Breaking Bread podcast, is this. What's been your favorite event so far? And I want to. I want to answer from you both. Your favorite event so far in the Sage Group? <laughs> I'm of course ain't my event, but I'll let you go first. I'm weak. Go ahead, you go first, because it's a few. I mean, I'm at every single thing, so it's mm-hmm. go ahead. no. You go first. All right, I'll pick. You go first. <laughs> <laughs> well, I needed time to think. Cause okay, it's so different. I'm a I'm a girl. Um, so I am a mental health advocate. I'm big, big, really big on mental health. Um, so what I did for the girls was I created like a mental health. Uh, what should I call it? I guess a workshop. So I had five different stations. Uh, one of the stations was an affirmation station. Uh, mm-hmm. The second station was it was a bullying station. So what they did was they were able to act out a play versus one being the helping out the bullier, like encouraging, yeah, you should bully. And then another part of their play was to say, hey, don't bully. Uh, the third part was like a de-stress station. So they did like coloring station there. On the fourth station was mental illness station where we had five different mental illnesses. They were able to match like the definitions as well as match like real life events. So they can say like, okay, schizophrenia and this happens in real life. And they're able to say, okay, this is everyday thing that people are going through that have that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then the fifth one was a resource station. So we're able to describe different resources, whether it be therapy, whether it be a prescription, whether it be just like literally looking things online. As well as I helped, I told the girls to create a um, emergency card. So they had three different contacts: one being someone in their family, um, one being a friend, and one being an adult figure that they're not related to. So we had that whole segment out. Um, that was my favorite because I like mental health, um, and it went really well. Too. That is fly. Yeah, Kaya like, like I that. feel like th- that's major. You yeah. could package that and sell it. Mm-hmm. You could literally take that whole thing I and go to and, that. and every that. go to every school in mm-hmm. Wake and Durham County and mm-hmm. say this is going to cost y'all fifteen thousand dollars, but it's for all the students here. Oh, for sell like the, the entire sell school. the licensing of the idea. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, hey, look, we'll give you the placards, this and the third, but I'll give you, I'll sell you the license. I mean, that's mm-hmm. a curriculum right there. There it is. You know? mm-hmm. I think that's amazing, and that's and that's something we need because you covered all the points. This is how you're going to help yourself. This is what happens if things go too far. Here, are the people you're going to contact. We're going to give you, 
you know, different folks to, to interface with. And then I also like how you how you say we're going to match up the mental health things to understand that other people are walking around with problems too. Yeah. It's not just you. And the main, like two things that I learned out of it. One, that I really liked how well the girls uh, went about everything because in terms of mental health, a lot of people, especially with like our generation now, a lot of people associated with mental illness because of just things they don't really know about. They say like, mm-hmm. I'm really, really sad. I have depression. Which is, it goes two ways. You can go like people who say they have depression, they really do have it because they're learning more about mental health. But then you also have people who say have depression because they're learning about mental health, but it's like, okay, I'm sad, I'm really depressed. But that's not necessarily the case. So I like that they were able to like really like want to know the information about it. And then the feedback that I received was really, really good. Like I said, these are 14 and 18 years old. I didn't really learn about mental health until I went through something on my own. But for them to just sit there and understand it and really like, I'm not ready to leave the station. Like it was really, really fun to know. And then the second portion of um, what I really liked about it is just that mental health is such an elephant in the room. Mental illness, like people don't think like, okay, like I don't have mental. If let's say I have mental health, uh, mental illnesses. And I'm scared to say it because no one else is showing they have mental illnesses. But if I'm speaking about it, if I'm saying, like, I'm going through this, that's going to make somebody else say, like, I'm going through this, too. Like, how can I help you? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's it's really big to, like, let the community understand that mental health is not an elephant in the room. It's literally every day. Mental health is how we move about everything. It's mental health is why we smile, why we cry. Like, mental health is everything. And I feel like everyone should learn more about it. So. Yeah. Bars. Yeah, Kai is our mental health advocate, so um, I thought that was a really good program because the girls, that was the most, um, you know, we get experts coming in and teaching them thing. I think I think mm-hmm. that's the most that they took initiative to learn on their yeah. own with the resources in front of them and be able to just really, like, gain a lot from it. I felt like it was very um, structured. Mm-hmm. It was organized, and it was very informative in, like, a good way, a healthy way. That's awesome. Super healthy. Um, and Kaya is starting her, you know, own organization, so... In the future, you know, it's coming soon. Focus on mental health, and she'll be dealing with middle school. But that was a really good program. That was breaking news on the Breaking Bread podcast. Yeah, Yeah, we like that. We like that. Coming soon. Coming. Coming soon. Let's get it. And we're gonna be in full support. We right here with you because I think this is this is fantastic. This is fantastic. So So my favorite one. Oh my gosh, there's so many. The glow in the dark dodgeball was just, fun. That's what you told me, yeah. It was so fun. Glow in the dark dodgeball. That was really fun. That sounds like something I need to be a part um, of. We just we do like like glow in the dark dodgeball. They did like a nacho party, so they were in there cooking, making nachos, and then they played some games. Cup. Just the bonding is always fun. Yeah. Um, but I think for me, I would say maybe like the modeling ones. Both. Yeah. They just, I mean, the confidence, like from even the girls that don't speak to doing like runway, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, That's awesome. There's so much they do, though. It was so much. But mm. I like the modeling, though, because we've seen, like, people that would literally never give up, and they were out there strutting, like, okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Or really everybody, quiet in there. Everybody deserves in. to feel good sometimes. Yeah. You know what I mean? You deserve to celebrate yourself and right. feel good every once in a while. And even though it might be out of your character on the day-to-day, you know, you put that yeah. battery in a back for that moment, and that's something... Making them feel that way is something they'll remember the rest of their lives. Yeah, but for the sure. Reason why it's so hard for her to say which program is great because Tatiana does such a good job on bringing people into the, the girls with the program, like different programs. Like it's it's not just like okay, we're just gonna focus on business. Like it's a bunch of things that can like broaden their mind of like exactly what they want to do. Because like mm-hmm. you said, they're 14, 18 years old. Of course, they have passion and what they like, but 
I mean, you really don't know until what was a comment that you made until you have that area to say, mm-hmm. okay, this is what the I like space. Yeah, that's safe space. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like she's bringing in different people. She's organizing these opportunities. She's getting these different things. And it's like we meet every single Thursday and we don't repeat programs at all. It's not like, okay, we did this January, so it's July. We can do it again. No, it's different things every, every time. single That's awesome. Thursday. And I would say, too, our girl talks are really good. Yeah. I think it's Those just... Ooh, yeah. yeah. That's our girl talks are so good, like about yeah. healing and like even yeah. when you're vulnerable in the program, you'll see the quiet ones start to open up or participate more. Um, I feel like those are just so powerful, too. I don't know. And I think with me, I go in because there's so many of them. You want to, like, see something from each of them. And I think when each of them have a different reaction at different programs, it sticks with you, right? So I could tell you where these three girls did very well at this one. But then this one, I'm like, oh, I was excited to see this one come out her shell. So that always triggers what I think about a program, right? Because sometimes even if it's not the strongest one, if I see one that's very inner shell come out, then that'll stick with me. Mm -hmm. And so it's hard for me to, to pick, yeah. But the business program is very strong. And um, I don't run that one, but um, we have Craft Avency runs it, and um, Underdog Solutions, they also run that. And just having that support system, like yeah, them seeing really. it, being in front of investors and people that own businesses. Um, you know, with Sandy and Avanti, they really take the girls in and the level of, I wasn't interested to, I'm ready to start my business. It's like, mm-hmm. it's just wow. Yeah. I think that's awesome, and I think that's awesome. That's one of the reasons why Derek and I did the Breaking Bread podcast. Exactly. Yeah, you'll reason. be featuring them one day on here. with that Absolutely, business, sure. Business, oh, you know? absolutely. We Listen, you have our commitment. We're here. You want us yeah. at an event, we'll come out here, we'll talk to them, this and that and the third. But we're going to need something from y'all. And that is, every lady that goes to the Sage Group, there's a qualifier that they have to follow at Be Bread Podcast. Please and thank you. <laughs> so, for second question on two shots and one. Tatiana's like, hmm, I could, I, I could think about that. <laughs> Hearts and bells, y'all. It's the joke I've been saying all, what, the past four or five episodes? Yeah. Hearts and bells, right? What you going to do? You're going to go to YouTube. You're going to hit that bell, hit that subscribe. After yeah. you hit the Be Bread Podcast, hit the bell, right? And then... Go follow at Be Bread Podcast because we're doing things like this. Yeah. Because we're, we were partnering with great people mm-hmm. in the community to bring people together. Yeah, we're going to have fun. We're going to get these jokes off. We're going to smack some people around on Uno. We get all that. Right. But like, y'all smack just got anybody. smacked. Yeah, what's Uno. up? You know what I'm saying? You like, cannot say, you, hands get, you cannot hands say that. We, you listen, didn't, we didn't still, win. Listen, <laughs> we're going to edit all this. We won. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and we got in a cold story. Is, is, is that a jump in the tape I see? a jump. Gotcha. So we'll fast forward. So so uh, we'll get to the second question. We'll, we'll have to blaze through these next two. Okay. But uh, for the second question in two shots in, when to get a little, to get to know a little bit more about Sage Group, where are you guys located? Is it just the Raleigh Durham metro area? Is it Raleigh? Is it Durham? Is it where do you guys accept ladies from? Raleigh. Raleigh. <laughs> We're in Raleigh, um, Southeast Raleigh. I mean, we have with the school Enloe and Southeast is like our main schools that we provide transportation from to our mm-hmm. program. If somebody wanted to drive it. If they I do. We have like five schools. Gotcha. Five, so I'm going to yeah. just cut to the chase. My daughter, <laughs> right, is a, is about in this age and this sounds like something I'd be interested in for her. But we live in Durham. If we signed her up or we applied for Sage, could I just drive her to the events? Yeah, or? you could drive her to the events. It's really close to after school time. So hopefully, you know. Oh, gotcha. Well, infrastructure I mean, be because tough. of the transportation picks them up from school. So we want to yeah. make sure they have a space to go to eat. You know, they mm-hmm. get fed every program and then we go into it. Um, but awesome. when we're doing stuff like this in the business program, that's like a mm-hmm. second portion added. So that's always later, which is good. Gotcha. And we always do activities. In, like we're going to Urban Air Tuesday. Mm-hmm. We partner with them to do something. Which is fun. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, places like that, that's from 6 to 8 on Tuesday. So if you want to like drop your daughter off, then stuff like that, they can come to those types of events. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. We 
we are here with Sage Group. The third question, and this would be a simple one, right? Are there plans for expansion? You're in Raleigh right now. Are there plans for expansion? Currently, no, not at the moment. The expansion I do, um, we're at 25. The most I'd take is 30 right now. Mm -hmm. The only reason I say that, and this is just, I'm a Delta and I do see how it is when you have different chapters and yeah. different things going on. And even within some same organizations, they may not get along if there's yeah. different chapters. So um, because this is high school and it's not really like I don't want them to feel like it's particularly a sorority. Um, I've done Baltimore and I've done Raleigh. So even there are certain things that Baltimore may, Baltimore may not think is fair that Raleigh gets, you know. So mm -hmm. I don't really like to create the tension and animosity when I'm trying to create like a very healthy structure right now. Mm -hmm. And so I want to focus, focus on, on where this you are bubble, right now. let them have their spotlight. And then expansion will come with like growth of a team and like gotcha. trustworthy counterparts where you can say, go ahead and run this, you know. Gotcha. One of my favorite phrases. So it sounds like the answer is not no. It's just not right now. Not at the moment. Yeah. I think yeah, that's fair. just yeah. to figure out how to be able to do it, you know. So and it's also cool, like like I said, like we, I've been with these girls. We've been the girls since January. The the bond that we have built, it's hard to build a unique bond with hundreds hundreds of girls. Mm -hmm. Like we have mm -hmm. twenty girls right now, and the bond is amazing. Like I love these girls, literally, like they're like mm -hmm. my they're like my daughters. I call them my daughters. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we so volunteer awesome. right now, and that's you know, so awesome. we have five. I mean, we got about five or six different schools. So just to see, we started with two, and then people spread the word. Now we have like Vernon Malone, and you know, Wake for someone comes from Wake Forest. Yeah. We have one at Millbrook, and we also have um, Wake Young Le Women's Leadership Academy. So that's another one. Um, and just to see five different schools, five different demographics of girls blend, blend all 20 and stick together for the most part. <laughs> They're on and off but no yeah They're like girls, though. They're yeah like yeah I mean, and that's and that's in that conflict resolution things like that it's or so fast it, it, they get over it so fast in the discernment i mean that's these are real world things i yeah. mean yeah. you don't blame with coworkers. you don't blame with people in the real world but, yeah. blame with family. but, but adult women but, don't blame with exactly. other adult women right. so when yeah. you see teenage girls go at it and get over it by the next program you're like oh and the key here is they thing. have a safe space to practice mm -hmm. to make the progress that's why sage group inc is important that's why this matters. Speaking of which, you guys have done a great job really loving on the children, talking about how much you love the girls and things like that. But now, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yeah, we are reaching the moneymaker segment, baby. Our favorite segment here on the Breaking Bread podcast is called BPE, Big Positive Energy. So this is how it's going to work. Y'all are now the hosts of the Breaking Bread podcast. Derek and I are going to be your hype men, your cheerleaders. And what y'all going to talk about? Just take a couple minutes, 60 seconds each to talk about something you're proud of when it comes to the Sage Group, something you're happy about. When you go back and reflect on you guys' path as entrepreneurs, as leaders in the space, this is your opportunity to kind of put your chest out there and say, yeah, you know what? I did that. We did that together. So you're going to give yourself the opportunity to pack yourselves on the pack, and we're doing it right now. Good people, BPE is up. We are here with Sage Group, the Breaking Bread Podcast. Lee and Derek, y'all know what it is. We're going to pass it over to y'all. What y'all got? <laughs> <laughs> so what we're proud of of ourselves mm -hmm. in your entrepreneurial journey what? the goal here is this the goal here is to to pat yourself on the back to talk about what you guys have accomplished in your path because one of the reasons why we do this podcast again is because these entrepreneurs you get so caught up in your business and your infrastructure and your management your day-to-day -day, you forget 
the great things you've done. So you're saying just in so personal general. Yeah. So the origin story from BP is honestly me and Lee sitting on the patio talking with each other. And then we'd be like, hey, man, we, we have to remind ourselves of the things we've overcame, of things we've done. Oh, yeah. And we okay. always be like, hey, man, can, can we talk about this for a minute? And we just talking. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. it's just yeah. giving you yourself that energy you need to remind you like, yeah, this might be tough right now, but all the other things you've overcame mm-hmm. and done, don't forget that you got you done that, you can do it again. So just us giving that to y'all, like, hey, BPE, shout out all the celebrations. Like, celebrate yourself about anything little, big, mm-hmm. personal, uh, business-wise, it don't even matter, anything you're proud of. Mm-hmm. This is your feel-good moment. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm proud of myself for, it's a humbling experience overall, but I'm proud that I have a group of girls that want to be Mm-hmm. in the that's program major. I think that's a big thing especially post pandemic they could just be at home um, and I, I still talk to my girls from Baltimore we were talking about that earlier so just having some girls from like 14 and now I have some 21 year olds and then I have these girls so um, I'm proud of myself for creating being a figure that these girls can come to still mm-hmm. to this day like years later and just being able to support what they're doing um, mm-hmm. And I have a, I have a two year old, so just not feeling like okay, I'm done with y'all. I'm gonna just raise my daughter. Y'all wearing me out. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes a lot to deal with their drama, and and it takes a lot to deal with their disrespect and things like that. But we know like that's our purpose, is our calling. So like mm. we came in here to work with this demographic through everything. You know, Georgia. We went to Georgia. It was a hard trip for us. Um, being with 150 girls in our group staying together. very. I mean, I've seen great things out of it, but then I've seen so much negative. And just coming back and being like, you know, telling myself, like, I, they're, they're probably thinking I'm about to dissolve this entire group, you know, and just even coming to you and being like, this is hard, you know, like, where do we go from here? And just being like, they think we're going to quit. That's why people quit, you know, like, but we're not. Like, mm-hmm. they, and I think just getting past that hurdle was a need for the organization to even be stronger. So Mm -hmm. um, I'm proud that we just stick with it and stick with them, you know. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. Um, So like I said, I'm going to repeat this. I'm a huge mental health advocate. Like I'm all for it. Um, So I think I'm going to start a little lower than what what Tati started at. Um, Just in personal, not too personal, but I went through something in terms of uh, dealing with my mental health. And I, with the help of family and friends, I was able to, literally make a 180 degree. And the reason why I speak on that is because you cannot pour from an empty cup at all. So the ability for me to be at my lowest of thought that like I can never, like I'm not going to be normal. Like I said, I'm not going to be normal. Like this is not normal. Like I thought something was wrong with me, but it's just something that like some everybody kind of goes through. Mm-hmm. Um, not, of course, some people go through a little deeper. Some people not too much. Some people just touch the surface of it. But for me, because I've never been through that before, that was literally like I felt like oh, that was it. I did, never thought I would be able to. Literally, I was days I couldn't get out of bed. But for me to look at myself in the mirror and say, like, this is bigger than me. Like, this is okay. Now I got to build a passion behind it because I was able to grow from it from like, I'm like I said, I'm a researcher. So I was able to grow from it from looking on YouTube and saying, OK, like there's things I'm going through. Everybody else is going through it. So I was able to build my passion through that. And when I said about pouring from empty cup is now I can like pour that onto the girls. Like I can be my true self. I can, I can feel yes. confident in who I am and I could present that in front of the girls. And then just having the opportunity for me to like show my story is I can meet people. That's how I met Tatiana and share my story. Like your story can like really move mountains. And I feel mm. like that's what a lot of people Absolutely. 
like don't get. So just kind of doing that, kind of picking myself up and then still being able to like present myself to the girls. They probably think I'm like best thing ever, but everybody goes to something. And yeah. I, I make sure to tell them that every single chance I get. Just, she's, just, yeah, she's healthy in front of them, you know, but she does stress the importance of it. And so she's very vulnerable too, like with them. That's awesome. You got to be though. You got to be because some people yeah. may be going through the same thing and they don't really like express it because they may think like I thought like something is wrong with me. But if mm-hmm. you just express that like this is just who you are, like this is who you are. You got to control yourself. Like people buy kicks, they clean their shoes, they buy all this stuff for the kicks. People don't do the same thing with their body. And I think that's very important that you have to do to be able to do things like this, to be able to go to Georgia, to be able to run events, to be able to mm-hmm. go to urban, to be able to do on podcasts like this, like. You have to control yourself and control your mind. Just like people go to the gym, they have to control their mind. You have to be able to work on mind. Everybody has a different role, too. And so what they're able to do. So, like, her role in the organization, I love Kaya's role because she can do that. Like, she can be that and everything doesn't fall on her as the owner, right? So, like, whereas she's that that powerful force that they look to, you know, me as the owner of the organization, I have a little bit more restrictions with things that I can do and how I have to move, you know. So I think everybody plays a different role. We're just like a family, but it's it, it's yeah. it's a lot. It's a, it's truly an organization and and yeah. uh, you and you know, I'm going I want to adjourn the show mm-hmm. in this manner. I, I want to tell you guys thank you for what you're doing yeah, for, sure. for the future. Mm-hmm. Normally we try to end the show in a lighthearted kind of joke situation, but this is bigger than that. Mm-hmm. And from the Breaking Bread podcast to the both of you, you are doing the Lord's work. Mm-hmm. And we appreciate you for it. It is necessary. It is active. It is timely. And it is something that will pay dividends exponentially. You are touching lives that you have no idea that you're touching. This is so much bigger than y'all. And the calories that you are investing right here in your community with your beautiful stories with your ideas and the things and the leadership that you guys are showing to truly generate and create these wonderful young ladies of the future. Our heartfelt thanks goes to you. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. And again, too, you know, I mean, we appreciate your support and everything that you all are doing, you know, so we definitely hope everyone tuning into this show goes ahead, you know, and follows and subscribes to BB. At BB Podcast. Podcast. Yeah. Absolutely. And so what we'll do with the next uh, I got an idea for your next event. Mm-hmm. We're going to have the Follow the Breaking Bread Podcast event at Be Bread Podcast. Good people, we're out of here. Y'all have a good night. We love y'all people. Sage Group, what up? Ladies, y'all take care. Follow us, follow them. Let's get it. Y'all have a good one. Peace.